Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first initial launch podcast of the Hootboard Podcast. I am Brian Reynolds, and we are here specifically talking about podcasting and marketing for destination marketing in the CBB industry. First, let me introduce to you our founder and CEO. He's going to be a regular here. You're going to get to know him. Say hi to Satya Shahade. Satya? Hello. Oh, Satya, thank you for being here as well. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun in this podcast. We're going to learn a lot. And a lot of you are going to be asking, why are we launching this podcast for uh, destination marketing and CBB? And we want to find a way for industries to share ideas, learn about new trends, and create an, an engaging community that offers great ideas, best practices, and other useful pieces of, uh, pieces of information. Satya, what do you think? What, do you, what is it about destination marketing that, you, uh, that engages you? Yeah, that's, I, I mean, this travel, travel's been my passion. Uh, it's something that, uh, I, I mean, most of us love. There's no, no question about that. But me specifically, I, I think I fell into the love with the industry, especially when I realized how powerful it is, how important it is for a variety of communities, um, what they do to the local business and the economy. Um, you know, I, I came into this country, I came into Philadelphia and uh, Philadelphia, for example, $44 billion worth of annual GDP comes out of their travel tourism industry or people coming in town, which is, uh, which is kind of amazing. It's uh, if you, if you look at the power of this uh, industry um, into that, that drives into our communities, um, and that's where I started kind of learning a little bit more. And the more I do it day in and day out, um, the more I am awed by, you know, what we uh, people in this do. And especially now after the pandemic, um, it's, you know, we are realizing the importance of this even more, especially this has been the industry hit as much uh, as it has. Uh, but I am pretty sure looking forward a little bit into the future, this is the industry that's going to get a lot of communities out of where they are right now. So I'm super excited to talk about this. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad you brought up the pandemic as well. And Satya had this great, uh, this great insight that a few weeks ago he told me. But we're, we're going to get into that in just a second. First off, a little bit about myself. Uh, we should probably introduce ourselves, shouldn't we, Satya? Uh, my name is Brian Reynolds, yeah. and I'm a digital marketing professional with over 10 years of experience, specifically in content creation and SEO. If you don't know what that is, typically if you Google something, it's my job to make it appear higher in search. Uh, most of us know what that is by this point, but yes, I'm the person that does that. And Satya, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. I mean, I am uh, most well-known, if, if well-known is a thing. Uh, you know, I'm not, to be honest, but... Um, I am most well known for starting Hootboard. We'll talk about that a little bit, but a lot of people ask me where I was before this. And I was, I, I say I was on the dark side. I was in the financial services industry, uh, really kind of helping the banks make more money. And I, at, at some point after the big financial crisis, um, the last uh, thing that came in 2008, 2009, I was like, I'm just done. I need to go do something else. Um, and that's when I started looking at, um, you know, different startup ideas, what, I, um, what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. And eventually I found my calling in, um, in this and um, I've been doing that ever since. Um, I am by training uh, an engineer and, um, you know, for lack of a better word, an IT person, I was a big data, big data person. 
for the financial services industry, which is something that we are bringing a lot, some of my experience, we are bringing a lot in terms of uh, how data can help with visitor information and how data can be powerful um, to engage visitors and get them to do things within communities. Uh, that is something we do day in and day out at Hoopbold, and uh, I'm glad to have that background to be able to bring that to this industry as well. So, absolutely, yes, uh, and that's great. And I got—I can also vouch uh, for the uh, not only with, with the uh, leadership you provide, but I got to say, our the, uh, the the talent that we have on the team here between uh, uh, software development, coding, and uh, customer uh, service—I got to say, there, I've known them for a relatively uh, kind of still relatively new, but uh, yeah, they are really talented and uh, very effective. So, uh, it's uh, been a lot of fun so far. Um, Okay, so what we are, so back to what I was talking about earlier, Satya, like now you, you had this really great insight going into the destination marketing and visitor information. And I share your, I share your uh, opinion that it's a very unique experience, a very unique industry of fun. I think it's a fun industry. I, I think it's a lot of fun and interesting. But you, talking about the pandemic, uh, you mentioned this a while ago, and I want to see if maybe you can expand on it a little bit. But uh, you know, as as uh, things go on and time moves on, and uh, the the area, the time, and the locations become safer, we want to roll out safely. We want to have a nice uh, uh, environment, but people have been, you know, uh, uh, accommodating for over a year now, about to, about a year, staying home, lockdowns, and I think you once said that there's probably going to be a like a like a mass movement eventually like there's going to be like people want to get it out of their systems they're going to want to travel uh do you want to expand on that a little bit more i thought that was actually I, very insightful i'm I, I mean just an anecdote from yesterday my daughter was like I, I have two daughters my daughter was the older one was like for every month that i've been sitting at home i want one trip um you know for you to schedule and and um, I might not be able to afford like 12 trips or however many when the count is count of months we are locked in is done, but um, there is definitely, definitely a pent up demand demand that, you know, people are just going to come out. They're already planning um, their vacations. They're looking forward to it. They're looking forward to, uh, they're looking forward to just, you know, I think, I think people more importantly out of this pandemic, people have realized you know, just working hard is not the end of it all. People have realized what their purpose in life ought to be. Um, they want to go out and see things. Things can change very quickly. Um, and I think, I think that's going to translate to a lot of people coming out of their homes, traveling. Obviously, it won't happen in the next three months, possibly not the next three months. We are still in the January of 2021. Um, you know, but that is going to bound to happen over the next three, four years. Um, destinations are going to have a reverse problem where they are going to have to figure out how they're going to manage all these visitors coming in, how they're going to get them to do, you know, most things that they are going to, uh, they're going to want to do. Now I, I can't say that for business travel, uh, but we generally are not talking about business travel. When we talk in terms of who boats contracts, I'm definitely, very uh, bullish um, on uh, leisure travel for sure um, as, as we come out of this pandemic. And I'm sure we are gonna do at some point, um, so. 
Yeah, 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 I'm thinking. When I when I when I hear you speak about this, normally I do think of uh, families because I do have a family, and I know you have a family. And it doesn't just stop at families; it could be friends, it could be individuals who like to travel as well. But it's engaging people who are not necessarily business traveling, but thinking of ideas that uh, people traveling more for leisure. Uh, and that's a, a good dovetail into what we want to talk about: uh, what viewers and listeners can expect from our podcast. Oh, a lot of that, a lot of discussions of insights, uh, like you just heard. We're going to be bringing on uh, uh, other marketers in the DMO and CVB space. We are going to be asking questions. We're going to learn about best practices. We're going to want to learn about, uh, you know, techniques, tricks, and trends that they know about that they want to share with us. Uh, we want to get to know and have a nice discussion and build a, a nice engaging community that offers great ideas uh, and other useful pieces of information that are actionable. My favorite thing, the big thing around on this podcast is we love actionable items. And, uh, and uh, Satya, you tell me that the, the, the you've uh, gotten to know some uh, individuals here and I've have a little piece of this, but they're, they're fun, to, fun people to talk to, wouldn't you say? They are, I, I, I mean, this is the industry. I mean, I could not have chosen a better industry for football to operate in. Um, again, coming from the financial services industry and no offense to all my past colleagues, they have been individually great people, uh, but it's just so ruthless and so painful versus I talk to people in, in the, um, in the travel tourism industry, um, you know, by nature, they just know the value of work they are doing. They're just very motivated. Um, and they're just all nice people to work with. So I think, I think Brian, um, we, and specifically you, we are going to have a lot of time, um, a lot of fun, uh, doing this podcast and just generally being in this industry going forward. So I'm, I'm super excited for the podcast myself. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's, that's kind of a, the natural, uh, uh, when it comes naturally, when it comes to travel and destination, people tend to be in vacation mode. So they tend to be in a better mood. That's my opinion. It's not always the yeah. case, but that's my, uh, it's my... not easy. It's not easy. And especially the pandemic has shown how worse it could get. Um, and, um, but every time I talk to people, you know, I see, um, I, I see what drives them and it's not that, Hey, currently we are not making any revenue because our hotels are not getting any business. Uh, it's, it's still a lot about how can we help the community? How can we help our community? How can we bring them out? And that attitude is, uh, it's just, uh, it's just contagious if, um, for lack of, you know, any, or it's a great word actually. Yeah, no, so. very, very much so. Yes. So Satya, you started this company Hoopboard. Uh, how did the idea of Hoopboard come about? Yeah, it, um, it, it's, uh, it's interesting that you ask. It came out in a different industry. Actually, I, once I quit from, um, I think last I was at Citigroup, um, I, once I quit from that, I said I was going to take a few months off and I, I'm just going to go, you know, trace back my journey, right? Um, my life journey. And I went through all the places I've been through up to, un, until then. And I ended up at my um, alma mater, my university, Drexel University in Philadelphia. And one thing I realized is once I came in, um, it was just a feeling that I had the first time I came there as a student, I had no clue what was going on. Um, it's just, it's such, just such a massive place that, you know, there's so many things happening. 
Um, you see all these bulletin boards, the visual plays. In fact, that's the that's one of the clues that led into the visual aspect of food board. Um, in fact, the name came from it, from from the bulletin board. Um, and then um, uh, and then I started looking into other industries, and and we had a couple previous team members here. Um, all of us started looking into other industries. Um, and one of the industries we stumbled upon was like, hey, wait a minute, there's so many visitors coming into you know, these different regions and they have the exact same problem that I had when I, you know, when I had going into my alma mater is they just don't know what to do and what to trust, um, all right? Um, and uh, learning more, but understanding more, um, it turns out that there's already experts who know what the heck to do when someone comes into town, right? And the, it's it's these DMOs. These people know in and out. They're talking to different partners, different um, community leaders. Uh, they know what the government is doing. They know what the good spots are. At. Um, they know where the events are going on. But once somebody is physically in town uh, or in your destination, uh, the DMOs have no way to communicate with them. So that's where that's where we figured out. Hey, this is something. Um, that is uh, pretty valuable. Visitor information is critical um, for DMOs, and um, and uh, we already seem to have a solution that that might be uh, a good shot. And and then if we could if we could help them make additional revenue on top of that using advertising or whatever, that's even better, right? Oh, so yeah. um, that's that's how the the entire solution of Foodboard came around. It it took a few iterations. Uh, but that's how any good product is in this day and age. So, right, yeah, um, that's a, that's start, starts off with one thing, and it turns into oh, I'd never maybe consider it that way, and and yeah, and yep. that's that, that's the that's what I love a lot about software, or, or uh, especially in, in technology, is like it's one idea, but it's like oh, actually, it works better over here. You should try it like this, or maybe this is a better use for it. And that's what I seems like a it's a, there's always an opportunity up there that maybe someone's not considering, or it just naturally finds its way on uh, in that direction, which is I really enjoy that. Yep. And, um, but yeah, that's great. That's, that's interesting. Uh, so all the way to, from Drexel university, um, and experiencing the boards they have there and, uh, thinking that, well, you know what, I, and that, I remember that at my college as well. They didn't really have a digital touchscreen kiosk experience that we have here at Hoopboard. Uh, it was your run of the mill kind of bulletin board. Uh, I think there was some signage, but, uh, but when I see uh, what the, our, our screen can do, it's, uh, well, it definitely brings new life and new technology experience yeah. to campus, I would say. And, uh, yeah, and colleges can, I mean, colleges are definitely in need for this, but they're, I mean, uh, I was just so excited by, about the travel tourism. I mean, a Hootboard as is as a platform can easily be used in colleges, um, uh, but but the travel tourism is just such a interesting area. Um, and the fact that um, the, the impact uh, of what this industry brings to the communities is what kind of motivates me. And I think, I think most of our team um, day in and day out, it's just, it's just super exciting on what, uh, what the travel industry does for their regions. And that's a great lead into the next question I was going to ask you. Uh, that's a great, uh, very, very oh. natural organic thing is why should DMOs and CBB stakeholders, why would they care? Why would they want to know about, uh, you know, the visitor experience? What is, what is driving the visitor experience for someone who wants to have a good experience at a, in their area? Yeah. Uh, this is something, this is something I realized. And this, so, 
honestly, I had an outside in view, uh, which is something that, you know, after talking to multiple DMOs, I'm realizing that this is not even understood very well in the industry. So let me step back a little bit, right? DMOs are essentially marketing organizations. They, they go in and again, I'm preaching to the choir for our listeners because most of them do this day in and day out, but this is for somebody who might be just new and not understand what they're getting into here. Uh, DMOs come in, they get the hotel tax. In most cases, they get the hotel tax from people staying in the hotel. They take that money, use that dollar to market that destination, highlight that destination into different things. So they're, um, and then in effect, they bring people back. If you can imagine they're, they're primarily marketing organizations and the holy grail of marketing um, anywhere, um, not just DMOs, is to build a momentum. You want to build momentum as you go along. So now if you imagine, uh, you know, when, when we think of momentum, think of a flywheel, right? You, you start turning your flywheel uh, and you want it to keep going. You don't want it to stop ever. Um, and the two main primary sources in case of DMOs for your flywheel to kind of keep pushing, one is obviously the marketing dollars you are gonna put in. And the second thing is when visitors come in, they are gonna have a great time or events come in, they enjoy, um, they have a successful event they're going to take pictures, they're going to tell it to their friends, they're going to post on Instagram and other social media. Um, and that's just going to create free marketing. That's just going to be like another power source for your flywheel and it's going to keep going faster, right? Now, what's happening is when most visitors come in, they lose that connection with the DMO. They might have seen the DMO website when they're out of town or they're planning their trip, but once they come in, they're losing their connection because on their mobile phones, when they're on the ground in the destination, they're actually going to Google and Yelp and you know myriad of other services uh, which have no relation with the DMO. Um, and if they are not getting the right information at that point in time, they're just not going to have such great experience. That's the, that's the biggest problem. And if they don't have that good experience, uh, you don't want to leave that to luck because if they do not have that good experience, imagine what's happening to your flywheel. One of your power sources is basically sputtering. It's not creating value, meaning the other power source, which is your marketing dollars, you're going to have to put more and more of those on the other side to get the same amount of momentum. Right, so that is a very bad place to be because you cannot put enough dollars to keep doing, uh, getting this momentum on, um, and and take that take that thought a little bit further. You you are let's say a town, um, and then there are three or four other com competing DMOs around you. Now all of them are having this challenge, and they are putting more dollars in. What's happening? You're generally together raising all the advertising rates with like there's only a couple of major online platforms that you're going to advertise you're raising the advertising rates everywhere because yes this is tax dollars there's a lot of money going around and you're raising the advertising rates everywhere uh, which means you're going to have to work as much harder on your marketing because it doesn't create as much lift the same number of dollars that you would put from last year to this year does not create so much lift so you're going to have to put more dollars in Right, so it's just a constant fight uh, to keep the neck above the water, and that's where 
that's where I think GMOs need to really focus on that visitor information, get that free marketing piece running, that visitor experience overall, um, because that's just free marketing. You just want to get that right in first place. Otherwise, you are just wasting too much money on your marketing dollars elsewhere. I'm sorry about that long-winded answer, but I can't do <laughs> it any other way. I just get too excited. To no, yeah, it, I feel it. Yeah, I, it is exciting. And and I like what you said about, like, uh, you know, if, if, if a user comes to town and there's a uh, another website, say, a Yelp or a, uh, you know, if it's a, a travel, you know, some sort of travel vlog or some sort of, it maybe it's our, our Google ads and it's, uh, you know, individuals who are not local not in not tuned into the locality uh of the experience for users and one of the cool things that i think hoopboard brings is it takes that authority back uh and gives it to people the kind of the people in charge of it it doesn't go to the highest bidder this is going to be curated by people, people who understand who the know, area yeah people who know it the best people people the people from dmos and the local community know the region the best in fact, what Google and uh, especially Google, but even others are doing is they are scraping the DMO websites and acting like it's their own. Oh, they do that, yeah. um, and, and then on top of that, making money off of it uh, while, while the, uh, you know, our, um, our patrons from the DMO industry, they are just, they are the ones really boots on the ground learning what's going on uh, and bringing the best out of that community, right? Uh, you know, we want to shortcut that experience. We want to be able to get that directly to visitors right in front of wherever they are. Um, the other challenge with visitor experience that happening, and it's been happening for years before the pandemic, even before mobile, ever since uh, internet started, is um, people are just getting, going less and less into the visitor centers. Like there used to be that the first stop would be the visitor center when you go in. Um, that doesn't happen anymore. Unfortunately, I mean, there's, there's still visitor centers and they're great, but it's just kind of on a downhill. Some visitor centers, of course, they can invest. Some, some DMOs have done a great job building amazing visitor center experiences and the visitor center itself is now a destination, but that's a huge investment that not everybody can afford. Um, so it's something, it's something to think of is, Hey, where are you going to, where are you going to put your money to drive that, drive that, um, uh, visitor information experience. Right? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. And, uh, I think, uh, as the, as the more podcast episodes, uh, come out and we'll learn more about, you know, we're going to, we're going to interview a lot of different, uh, a lot of different DMOs, a lot of different CVBs from different lines of different budgets, different needs for their local community, whether it be a working specific community or a tourist, uh, high end tourist area or wherever it is uh, in America, there's gonna be, a, we're going to learn a lot about how the different parts of the country interacts with its tourists and its visitors uh, and how uh, each and I'm looking forward to learning about how they like to engage their visitors and uh, deliver the information that they need uh, and uh, just get to know everyone so I guess with that uh, this is my uh, call to action for guests uh, in the DMO and CVB space if you are a uh, director marketing person marketing specialist anything if you're a, if you're touching the marketing of any kind please reach out to uh, either me Brian Reynolds or Satya Shahade here at Hoopboard uh, we would love to talk to you and see if uh, you would be a good fit to talk with us uh, on this podcast because we want to interview people uh, you know out there getting the job done and taking care of business uh, 
So with that, Satya, do you have any uh, last words that you want to share before we? Yeah, I mean, I uh, just just more information on where uh, we could uh, they could reach out. Uh, they could uh, email me directly uh, directly Satyajit S A T Y A J E E T at tweetboard.com. Um, I'm also on Twitter at S Shaharit uh, S S H A H A D E. Uh, and maybe I should find a easier name, but people will get used to my name. I <laughs> no, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a link in the description as well as a, yeah, put a link in the description and then, um, and then of course, uh, put yours in. I forget yours. Sorry, Brian. No worries. Um, but, um, but, uh, yes, we are excited to, uh, to talk about, uh, post pandemic destination, uh, destinations because the pandemic is going to be done soon. Uh, I'm very hopeful. Yeah, and if, if someone, anyone out there wants to give us a free vacation to come interview them, I think Satya and I would we would very much appreciate that, wouldn't we? Yeah, that doesn't happen this now, now in day and age. But we will go. We'll 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 just go for the heck of it. So. <laughs> for sure. All right, thank you, Satya, and until next time, thanks for listening.